Right to Speak. It is January 5th, 2021, and we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we are watching what's going on in the Georgia runoffs. Nothing really to report there right now. It is too early. Uh, hopefully we'll have some things to talk about tomorrow regarding that. Uh, I did want to get right off on the amen and a woman. Uh, the opening prayer yesterday for the house was concluded with amen and a woman. Uh, I have no idea what the left believes they are going to accomplish. Uh, there's nothing good that can be accomplished by removing gender roles. Uh, first of all, amen has nothing to do with gender. Uh, it's it's Latin for it means and let it be so or, or something along those lines. Um, so be it. it. It depends upon how you translate it. Nothing at all to do with male gender. Uh, so what they essentially said was, uh, and so be it, and a woman. Then Pelosi says that they are going to vote on a bill that removes gender roles. So instead of being a woman or a man, you're going to be a person. Instead of being a mom or a dad, you're a parent. Instead of being a daughter or a son, you are a child instead of being a brother or a sister you are a sibling this for those of us who spent time in california and i recently moved from california to florida uh, san francisco did this exact same thing but they did this by removing the names of uh, felons so you are no longer allowed to call a person a felon or uh, an inmate or a prisoner or a former prisoner or anything else, uh, they changed all those names. You, you couldn't call anybody by what they actually were. I don't understand what taking away a person's gender role, mother, father, brother, sister, any of those things is going to accomplish other than uh, to fulfill their nefarious agenda, uh, which is, I honestly don't know because I, I cannot decipher the mind of the left. Try as I might, it does not make sense. Now, this show is all about trying to apply common sense to what is going on in our world today. Unfortunately, the left is so far left that what they are doing just it makes no sense. I cannot decipher it. So what they're trying to ultimately accomplish by removing these gender roles is, is, is totally beyond me. It is not anything good. It is only going to be nefarious. Let's break this down a little more. If you are a mother of a child, that is something to be proud of. And the left wants to take that designation away from you. They want you to just be a person like everybody else or a parent like everybody else. How about all those single mothers and single fathers out there who that is important to them. That is something that they earned, you know, that, that title of, of, of mother, that title of father, that title of, of head of household and you know, the working mom or the working dad that takes care of their family. And now they are just lumped into the same 
pile of, of nameless people. Let's talk about your brothers and your sisters. Um, I don't have, but many of you may have brothers and sisters who are transgender. Transgender, a person who worked to become a woman or who become a man doesn't want to now be called just a person. They chose to be a different sex. They chose to become a man. They chose to become a woman. And now you are demeaning them by taking away their identity. They talk about identity all the time. In fact, they love identity politics. And with this whole gender removal strategy, they're literally trying to take away our individual identity. So I was talking about a nefarious agenda that they have. Uh, as close as I can come to deciphering this, they essentially want us to just become a bunch of mindless drones, uh, just following their every single dictate, no matter how ridiculous, how stupid, how freedom robbing it is, and not have an identity, an individual identity of our own, uh, only a group identity which they want to assign to us. So no more individual identities, no more individual personalities, no more individuality. You have to conform, you have to fit into the mass, the people, uh, in order to be ruled and regulated by them. And if you look at other socialists in other communist countries, uh, they are called the People's Republic of. Uh, it is a amalgamous people that uh, their personalities, their rights, their individuality has been removed. And this is just one step in that direction that the left is trying to accomplish. And for me, that they're even trying to do this is a scary thing. I certainly, I hope that they don't accomplish it, but the fact that they're even trying to do this, the fact that they introduced this type of legislation is eye-opening. And I hope people from both sides of the aisle and from both sides of the influence, us as voters, us as Americans, take a look and see what this is and, and, and what is going to be the result of this in the end. Uh, this is just a first step in something that is going to snowball and grow. And I promise you, it, it is not going in a direction that we want to see it go in. We're up on a break. I'll see you back in a minute. All right, now I want to switch gears just a little bit while I'm thinking about it because I was, I'm usually watching uh, other things going on as I'm, I'm doing the show. Uh, if you guys don't follow or don't know about uh, Newt Gingrich podcast, uh, I believe it's Newt Gingrich 360. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, is married to the uh, ambassador to Italy. And he and she are currently living in Italy. Uh, he does, however, do a podcast, um, has some really interesting guests and brilliant, brilliant man. Uh, for those of you who don't remember uh, back in the day when New Gingrich was Speaker of the House, very intelligent, uh, very well spoken. Uh, and he has a lot of interesting things to say about what is going on in politics today. So uh, 
do yourself a favor. Uh, again, I believe it's Newt Gingrich 360, but uh, just Google it, find his podcast, uh, sign up and follow that and uh, check them out. You'll, you will appreciate it. Uh, you will enjoy it. Uh, like I said, very, very intelligent guy. Uh, Newt Gingrich, I just wanted to pass that on to you before we move on to our next topic. And that is what's going on in Georgia. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, too early to tell what's going on. All eyes in America, certainly, and many eyes in the rest of the world on Georgia to see what is going to happen today. And we're not going to have any election results till probably about nine o'clock or so. Uh, Eastern Standard Time polls there close, I believe, at seven, but they're going to be doing some tallying and everything else. Uh, hopefully, we will know tonight. If not, hopefully, we will know tomorrow. Uh, one of whatever scenario we have, whether we know tonight, whether it takes a couple of days to know, it is going to be a damned if you do, damned if you don't for the Georgia Secretary of State. So, if they are able to tally all these votes and get the information out tonight, the question is going to be, why weren't they able to do that for the presidential election? Uh, on the flip side, if they are taking days to get all of these votes tallied, and it shouldn't take that long, but if they're taking that long, then the question is going to be, uh, what are they doing? Uh, here we go again. Uh, what type of fraud should we expect? When we have a situation like we have in Georgia, and I'm not gonna say whether there is or isn't uh, widespread fraud or not. I am gonna tell you this, we saw those trunks being rolled out. I don't believe the explanation that we got um, from the Assistant Secretary of State for, for why that happened. We saw last week the sister of Stacey Abrams, who is a judge throughout the case where they were asking for 4,000 names of people who had submitted change of address cards to the United States Postal Service. They submitted change of address because they had moved out of the state. So 4,000 of these names that were verifiably out of state were still on our voter rolls in Georgia. I see our voter rolls still on the voter rolls in Georgia. Uh, it makes sense that they should be removed. The judge, who again is the sister of Stacey Abrams, the uh, Stacey Abrams was backing the uh, defense of leaving these things on the voter rolls. She refused to have these removed from the voter rolls. And more importantly, she refused to recuse herself from this case. Uh, there is absolutely every single reason for her to recuse herself from this case. There are so many uh, conflicts that one could cite that she should have foreseen this. No judge who is worth anything, who is respectable, who has any credibility, uh, would hear a case like this with as, as much conflict of interest as this particular case had. Uh, and then to, to stand on the side of her sister and make this ruling, it, it, it's inexcusable. So it gets back to how much can we trust the process with what is going on in Georgia? Uh, 
Stacey Abrams has made a lot of noise, has done a lot of things in Georgia and for, for, for good and for bad, okay? Uh, there's nothing wrong with getting people registered to vote. But when you manipulate laws to reflect better for one party or the other, then that is not only not patriotic, it should be illegal. And that is exactly what happened in Georgia. Uh, they did not vote, the state representatives did not vote on changing those laws. The Secretary of State decided to change them on his own. Uh, that is not how it works in the United States for voter laws. And unfortunately, Stacey Abrams was the person who was twisting those arms to make things happen. And we are hearing things from the Secretary of State how he is not a big David Perdue fan, which is fine. And how he let the phone call with the president be released, whether you agree with that phone call, disagree with that phone call, doesn't matter. Uh, I, I think that uh, releasing a phone call that was supposed to be in private is a pretty nasty, dirty, rotten thing to do. Uh, should Trump have made that phone call? In my opinion, no, he absolutely should not have. Uh, he should not have considered the Secretary of State to be a, an ally. He should not have uh, given him any fodder whatsoever. He should not have made that phone call at all. Do I agree or disagree with what Trump had to say or what he was trying to accomplish? No, I get it. He did not say anything in that phone call that he has not said in public. And unfortunately, uh, in Georgia, this is who we're dealing with. And it's going to be telling, not just to see how the, the race plays out in Georgia later on today, but to see how the voting process goes, to see how we find out uh, who is going to be the winner and how quickly the winner is going to be declared and uh, everything that's going to revolve around this. Uh, so it, it is going to be an interesting next couple of days just from this Georgia race, regardless of who is elected to the Senate. Now, obviously, I, I have my hopes, but uh, we're going to see what happens. And again, mark my words, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. There are going to be more claims of fraud, and it's going to be uh, based upon who the victor in this particular race is. We're going to see what happens. Looking forward to it. We're up on a hard break. I always go over. Uh, I'll see you back in a minute. And we are back for our final segment of Right to Speak. Again, it is January the 5th, 2021. Uh, all eyes on Georgia. Uh, let's move away from Georgia for a minute, though, and let's talk about uh, hypocrisy and what's going on with the vaccines, because uh, these are things that we need to understand as well. We see a lot of people uh, is complaining that uh, the vaccines aren't rolling out as quickly as they should. And to be fair, we've done some, some investigation and we found out that most of the holdup is on the state level. Uh, there are states like Connecticut and I believe Vermont that are doing really, really well. And other states such as New York and California and pretty much every other state uh, that are having issues with the rollout for different reasons. Uh, in Florida, DeSantis said uh, yesterday that he recognized there was an issue and they were going to be bringing on considerably more people in order to 
to get that backlog of seniors uh, that are trying to be uh, vaccinated, vaccinated and be able to move on to the next level and the next level and the next level. So the vaccines have actually been rolled out. They are sitting in warehouses and freezers and everything else and in the different locations uh, in the various states. Unfortunately, the states have not been able to roll them out uh, the way that uh, they were hoping to with the execution of Operation Warp Speed. So to give credit where credit is due or, or not due, uh, let's understand that that is the issue with getting the vaccines rolled out. Uh, we need to focus on uh, getting them distributed at the state level and at the local level, uh, not just getting them to the states. Uh, let's move in a little different direction towards New York and let's talk about Cuomo and the hypocrisy about the vaccines and his reporting issues. Uh, the state of Florida, sorry, the state of New York uh, has passed regulations stating that there is a requirement, a time requirement for nursing homes to get regular reports out to the state health agency. Uh, they're being fined $2,000 if they are literally a minute late in getting these reports to the state health agencies. The state health agency, the, the, the thought on this was that they were going to compile data and have some sort of information to look at to understand what was going on and be able to track trends or whatever else. However, uh, the state health agency in New York has just been dragging their feet and information has not been being released even though uh, it was promised. So the hypocrisy that we're looking at in this particular situation is uh, the state and, and Cuomo is the one who pushed for this, uh, fining nursing homes $2,000 for being a minute late for sending their information in when they are weeks and even months late on providing the information that they were supposed to have already provided. Uh, to me, that is the definition of a hypocrite. We also have uh, in New York, uh, hypocritic battles going on where the state is threatening to uh, fine and sue patients who received the vaccine, who they deem were not worthy of receiving the vaccine when they received it. Uh, I, how does the state decide that? I, I don't know. Um, but to find the patient and then they're going to find the medical facilities, even take away their, their license to practice medicine in the state of New York, uh, even to the doctor that runs those medical facilities, they're removing their license uh, for providing vaccinations to people who the state feels does not qualify. Uh, so this ramps up the amount of time because we now have to, as health officials in, in New York do a background check on every single person to find out whether or not they check every single box to receive the vaccine as the state of New York is going to accept it. Then the state Cuomo also says he's going to sue hospitals for uh, malfeasance with one, one way or the other with vaccines. De Blasio is pushing back on that. De Blasio is pushing back on other things. You have a giant mess in Florida. I keep saying Florida because I'm in Florida. You have a giant mess in New York. And 
Unfortunately, it is because we have leaders in these states. Florida is not the, New York is not the only one. California, Illinois, Michigan, Virginia, New Jersey, uh, every place where we have liberal leaders trying to control the population of their cities, of their states, uh, there is a clear and obvious issue that unfortunately the left will not acknowledge, the left will not accept, the left will not do anything to change. And to me, that is an absolute crime. And what I'm going to say instead of slamming anybody is we as voters, uh, whether you're left or right, if you open your eyes as you should, uh, see what is going on and make sure that we put the right people in the right places because ultimately that is what is going to benefit us. Look at the records of individuals, look at the records of their parties and their affiliations and vote accordingly. If you want things to be different, you have to change, you have to vote for different people. With that thought in mind, I will leave you to another great day. Uh, happy January 5th. It is Tuesday. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you back here tomorrow.